hope you're all having an awesome day. My name is Jamie Nicholson, and you are listening to The Conjure Podcast. Welcome to Conjure, the podcast for teenage doers. We talk all about online marketing, building your personal brand, and growing on social media in an age experiencing explosive online growth. This podcast will show you the answers and help you take social media by storm. Guys, I'm sorry it's been over a month since I last recorded a podcast episode. It's actually been a month and five days, so, you know, my bad. It's just because school's been starting and everything. I'm I'm in my sophomore year of high school. I think we're six weeks into school. It hasn't been too bad so far. Um, it's just, I've, to be honest, I've had a lack of time, but not so much a lack of time is a problem because podcasts, let's be honest, it takes 30 minutes or less to plan out and record them. Because I used that app Anchor, which is super easy if you guys are thinking of starting a podcast. I would totally recommend Anchor. This isn't even sponsored or anything. It's just, it's just a, it's a solid app. But I've just had a kind of a lack of ideas for the podcast, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, this the whole, ever since school started, I've just kind of been in a creative rut. Just considering, like, my YouTube channel, I've only uploaded, like, twice since school started, or maybe three times. Like, it hasn't been that much, and I barely have posted on, I have not posted on this podcast since school started. I posted one time, so. But I know a lot of people that are young and they're interested in entrepreneurship, or they are an entrepreneur. Uh, They look into alternatives for public schooling, you know, I go to a public high school, like, if maybe they do homeschool, maybe they do online school. I would be lying if I said I've never thought of those alternatives or, you know, researched them. But I honestly, public school, I don't really mind. This, this is going to sound weird because I know a lot of people hate, um, you know, the U.S. school system. But I kind of enjoy the game of school. I mean, I like the social aspect of it. I like being able to talk to a bunch of different people. And, of course, I love being on the track and cross-country team. Which, if you're in online school or something, you can't do any sports because there's no one to compete with. I'm sure there's walk-arounds for that, but I honestly don't hate school. I just hate the time that it takes up. Like, I enjoy the game of school, but I also wish I had time for other interests and it didn't really you know, eat away as much creativity as it did. Alright, but enough for that, you know, two-minute-long school rants. This is going... This is the start of a two-part podcast series about the different kind of business models that I see, the, the different smart business models that you can have as a YouTuber. The reason I say smart is because a lot of people just think of YouTubers as making their money off of Google AdSense or something like that. And while you can definitely make a decent amount of money off YouTube AdSense, I mean, I myself made $500 off YouTube AdSense. It's definitely not the best way to make a sustainable amount of money, especially if you want to turn YouTube into a career. And so in this, I'm going to be going over two different business models. The first one, which is, which I'm going to be going over in this episode, which is part one, is very similar to the podcast episode. I don't know if you guys listened to it, but it's called The Future of Influencers. I think it's about 15 minutes long. It's definitely a good one, so I would recommend you guys listen to that after you listen to this one. It's definitely very similar, but I hope you guys enjoy this. It's kind of a different, you know, podcast episode series, 
as I usually do. But let's 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 get into the YouTuber business model number one. This is a business model that I see more used on smaller YouTube channels. So I've seen used uh, Ryan Trahan. He did this up until about a couple months ago uh, when his channel went a little more mainstream. But and also there's a YouTuber named Easton Allred who is a cross country entrepreneurship. YouTuber. He has less than 2,000 subscribers, so I think he has like 1.9 thousand. I just found his channel yesterday, but I've, I've kind of been binge watching it because I think he's definitely very interesting. Sort of like Caleb Maddox. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's a he's 15, I think, 15 or 16, so he's around my age. And he runs a publishing company, so and he sells a book, but the business model I'm talking about is selling a book or physical product on the, on, I guess, on the front end of your YouTube channel. If you don't know what front end is, it's basically, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but front end is what you do to get customers to come to you, and back end is when people have already came to you, then that's when you try to sell them stuff. Back end, we're going to be talking about more in the second part of the series, which will probably come out in the next week after I, within the next week after I post this episode. But yeah, they're basically some uh, YouTuber or just just a regular person who has either written a book or is selling a physical product. So like I mentioned before, Easton Allred and Caleb Maddox, they have both created books. Their books are actually really similar. Um, I have not read either of them, but from what I've heard, they are pretty decent books. But they're just about, you know, teenage success, how teenagers can be successful. Again, I have not read any of them. I just I just find it interesting. I find it an inter- interesting business model. Something that's a little bit different, Ryan Trahan, like I mentioned before. He sells Neptune bottles. I talked about him on the Future of Influencers episode. I actually own a Neptune bottle. And, yeah, he sells a physical product. And the reason that I think that this is so powerful selling a book or selling a physical product is because it's such an easy sell because there's so many people we're going to be talking about this in the next episode of this podcast series but there's some people that sell online courses or something for like 97 dollars or youtuber merch has a reputation for being expensive i mean i have a piece of logan paul merch sitting in my closet but I got it during the $5 sale, but even that, it costs $7 for shipping, so $12 for a t-shirt. Again, not horrible, but the regular price for that shirt, I think, is $25. And $25 for a t-shirt is just insane, especially YouTuber merch. No one actually wears that stuff around in public because it's just, it's just embarrassing to wear YouTuber merch in public. But I think a book is an easy sell because books... I mean, books are anywhere, $15 is, like, probably the most expensive book there is. Some books are more expensive, obviously. But $15, that's that's an expensive book. But, I mean, books anywhere from, like, 8 to $12, I'd say, isn't, you know, the, the good price range of a book. And anyone has $10 to spend on a book to support their favorite YouTuber, even if it's not necessarily a book that they would be interested in reading. Hopefully it is because, you know, you should be building an audience of people who are like-minded like you. 
But $10 is for your favorite YouTuber, it's it's a no-brainer, right? And again, with a physical product, if you, if Ryan Trayans sells Neptune bottles, Neptune bottles are actually pretty expensive. I think it's $35, 30 or 35 But even that, it's a water bottle that you'll be using every single day. Actually, in this business model, I think I'm going to be focusing more on selling a book because that's something I've been really interested in. I guess the past two months or month and a half is books and like how to market them, how to sell them, and uh, building up an audience around that. And when people that are in your audience buy your book, then I think a really interesting thing that companies do is send with free stickers and a thank you card. And I'm going to be talking about this more in an upcoming podcast episode, but it's a really interesting business model used by Sticker Mule and also, I guess, sort of used by Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels, but it's how to build brand trust. So in the next couple of weeks, I'm definitely making a podcast about that. Uh, it's weird because in the beginning of this episode, I know I told you guys, like, I've kind of been in a creative rut, like, I've been lacking ideas, but just before this, literally an hour ago... I was on a walk, and I just pulled out my phone, wrote down, like, five really good podcast episode ideas. So this is going to be a good, a good few weeks. But I think it's really good to send with stickers and thank you cards when someone purchases the book that you wrote. Obviously, I have not written a book yet. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'll write a book or not because I'm a decent writer. I'm, like, I'm not a good, I'm not the best writer. But I could, I could pump out an essay in school, you know. You know what I'm talking about. But if I did write a book, it would be all about what this podcast is, you know. Uh, posting on social media, building an audience, uh, selling to them, marketing, everything like that. I actually have a whole outline for a book that I made like two months ago. So that's where I'm at in my life. But I'm going to walk you guys through beginning to end of this business model. Because I know I've kind of just, this has been stuck in my head for the past week, this whole idea of selling a book to your audience on YouTube or even more than a book just like a physical product and I think you you can actually create a book and a physical product and sell them both and send it with a free sticker and free thank you card of course but I'm going to walk you guys through beginning to end in case some of you guys are confused exactly what the logistics of this YouTuber business model is and obviously you don't post just on YouTube you don't have to post just on YouTube but YouTube, I think I definitely truly believe that it's the best place to get discovered on social media because the, the way the algorithm works, it's just, it's more, I guess the algorithm, people, the YouTube algorithm's controversial, but it's easier to navigate than, say, the Instagram algorithm because I personally don't really find people on the Instagram Explore page and then just start following them and loving their stuff. But I find it like a new YouTuber every few weeks that I just love and watch everyone in their videos. Now beginning to end, the YouTuber business model that I've been talking about all podcasts, so you know the last 10 minutes or however long it's been, I don't even know how long it's been. But you start by posting YouTube videos, you can even start a podcast. I think having YouTubers then promoting your podcast in your YouTube videos is a super interesting concept, so... You know, post YouTube videos about whatever you're passionate about. Tell them to subscribe to your podcast. 
and tell them to follow you on Instagram. And then after you have built that following, obviously, it's going to take a really long time to to build up that initial following. Like, I would give it maybe four to six months. Like, if you're really on that grind, it'd take four to six months to actually build up a a pretty decent-sized fan base. I mean, you got to... You gotta be patient. I made a podcast episode about the number one mindset for teens. You can check that out too after this. But then after you have posted YouTube videos, created podcast episodes, uh, told people to follow you on Instagram, and built up a following around what you're passionate about, then you have to create and sell your product or your book. The thing that Ryan Trahan did, I think, with his Neptune bottle that was smart is because he posted YouTube videos about running. And runners, they got to stay hydrated with a nice water bottle. So Neptune bottle, it perfectly lined up with his niche and with his basically target audience. And your book, I think books is even easier to match up with your niche and target audience because let's just say I'm building up an audience about people who want to start growing on social media. And then I write a book about how to grow and post content and create content and market stuff on social media, then that would be a no-brainer for people to buy, especially if I price it well. After that, after you've sold your product or book or actually created a product, then you have to mention it in, like, in every single one of your videos because it's not going to, it doesn't feel as cheesy as you imagine because, I mean, honestly, we're so used to being sold to now, especially through YouTube videos or being told to smash that like button. Especially if you promote your product in kind of an ironic or funny or sarcastic way, then people really won't care, especially if you have a good, fair-priced, high-quality product. Then you ship out your product when someone buys it. You can sell your product on Amazon. I honestly think that's the best route to go because people have no problem entering their credit card information into Amazon because it's almost a trillion-dollar company. I might actually have hit a trillion by now, but it's a big company. Everyone trusts it, so it's not just some weird Shopify store that just, like, looks sketchy that you're selling off of. Then you ship your book or your product, whatever you're selling, with a sticker. You can print out stickers anywhere from a dollar to 50 cents to even cheaper than that, depending on how many you buy. And you can also ship it with a thank you card. Honestly, if I was shipping it with a thank you card, why not ship it if I ever, you know, create a product or book? I would just go to Staples. You can print out 250 business cards, custom business cards, for $10. So, you know, it's, what, like, a quarter per... That's, like, two and a half cents per card. I don't know. I probably did the math wrong on that. But, I mean, yeah, that's... What, an extra maybe dollar added to your order with the sticker and the business card. But people love getting stickers and things they didn't expect. So it's just that extra little touch that just makes makes your thing awesome. And it'll make them smile when they get it in the mail. And then, so you just repeat. You post videos, you promote your product, you ship them out uh, through Amazon. And you can even create more products. So, let's say you could have a book and you could have... A custom sunglass company. I mean, you can print custom sunglasses from Alibaba.com for fifty cents each, with your logo on the side. So I think that would that would be an interesting promotional deal. Like you could buy a hundred pairs of sunglasses 
for 50 cents each, so 50 bucks. And then, honestly, sell them for $10 plus free shipping. And then also ship it with a sticker and with a little thank you note. And there we go. That's like, I don't know, $4 profit or something. So 400 bucks profit easy. Like $4 times 100 sunglasses sold just from your YouTube videos. So that's a good... I think that is a good business model. It's just selling a product, you're selling a book, and not just relying on YouTube ads to make a living. I honestly couldn't tell you how how scalable this is, but definitely if you're listening to this in high school or listening to this in middle school or I don't know, however old you are, if you're just looking for like a nice side hustle or something to get experience, you know, maybe something to like put on your resume and get like really good experience building businesses and building up attention selling products or if you just want to like write a book and want to find a way to market it this is a solid business model I honestly would love to try it out myself in the future again this is all stuff I've just observed from watching different youtubers uh, watching different authors sell their products and yeah that's youtuber business model part one the next episode of the YouTuber business model, which will be part two, is going to be a completely different model. Not completely different because it's still centered around you creating content and then selling to that audience that you've built up. But it'll be more about selling info products, running paid ads, everything like that. So it's a little less trust-based. It's a little less, I guess, amateur. It's a little more, you know, hardcore business Um yeah, but I think that's it's more scalable than this. And uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about that. Sorry, I don't know if this was kind of like rambly. I don't know if it was hard to follow. It was kind of just a brain dump, this episode, honestly. But I hope you enjoyed. If you want to start posting on YouTube, if you or if you already are posting on YouTube, but you just wanna you just wanna experience, you know, with entrepreneurship, so you can do great things in the future, then I would recommend this business model. It's awesome. I'll see you guys in part two of this business model series. And good luck. Keep posting content. And think of different book ideas that you could possibly write. The biggest problem I see with with YouTubers selling these books is that they're selling them for like 10 bucks and the book is 100 pages. I know it's hard writing a book. Like 100 pages is a lot of pages to write. But honestly, $10 for like a tiny 100-page book that you read in like two hours or an hour and a half or something like, I don't know. I feel like if I ever were to write a book, I'd want it to be like an actual book, not just 100 pages.